Convos, a podcast by immigrants for immigrants. I'm your host, Dani. And I am Ella. Happy New Year's! It's our first episode of 2024. <laughs> Ooh, 2024! It is yes. here. That is crazy. Girl, I can't believe it. I feel like 2023, like I just closed my eyes and blinked, and yeah, se pasó. Yeah. Like you said it, and I think it was two episodes ago, you were like, you were just kind of on cruise control. I feel like that was a lot of us. So right there with you. But honestly, I feel like with the new year, like a lot of people say like, new year, new me. Um, But I think the way that I think about it now is new year, new intentions um, Uh and redirection is kind of how I like to see it. And so, yeah, I mean, I think about it as a like a time in your life for like growth for you to like kind of like sit back and like realize what areas in your life you have to change and leave behind and then like growth like whether it be spiritual or mentally or relationship wise like you know yeah yeah like I I think like it's beautiful to set time aside and really reflect um because unless like I have big like milestones that I've achieved or something like I don't do it that often. Um, so it is nice to to do it. And last year is my first year actually creating a vision board. And mm-hmm. um, while I didn't like sit there and stare at it every single day or like go through like a mental checklist every single month or whatever, like I, I really do believe that it helped uh, because I was looking back at it and I think I didn't achieve like two of the things. Uh, but for the most part, like I did everything else and so I think subconsciously it just kind of like was ingrained in my head once I created that idea and I created that plan oh okay girl yes that's good um I did attend like a networking event last year where we did a vision board um Mm -hmm. but it was more of like well I did achieve some things but yeah like I kind of feel like my behind my closet somewhere so now, like, this year, I actually want to put it somewhere where I actually see it. And, like, I emphasize those goals that I have for myself. Like, not just do it and then forget about it. So that's going to be my growth moment for me, personally. Yeah. No, that's great, honestly. Because I think, like, sometimes we do, like, the pre-work. But it's really just being consistent um, where we can have a lot of fall through. Because, like, I get really excited with new projects and new things happening, but like that excitement dwindles down and then I kind of lose momentum. So I think like just finding ways to keep that momentum is, is crucial for a lot of us. So, but yeah, that was just (laughs) a little rant on new year's, but I hope y'all had a good one. Um, And I hope that, you know, this new year brings all y'all a lot of blessings and success yes good tidings um mm-hmm. what i was gonna say was that the the topic that we're gonna be talking about today is about being single during the holidays and then another thing would be i guess a big thing i saw a tiktok and it was a girl that was like when you're single during christmas and then you realize what's the next event that's coming up and it's basically new year's and then it's um valentine's day and it's like wake me up on february 15th but yeah I think that honestly if you're single during new year's it's okay like there's no shame in that like I'd rather be single than being in a toxic relationship with somebody that does like 
a disservice to myself. Yeah, and I think, like, whenever you're single during the holidays, like, it really makes you think about you. You know what I mean? Like, some people, because, like, okay, you can take it one of two ways. Like, some people think, like, why am I single? Like, this is why I'm single. Like, and they're really hard on themselves. But I think a lot of the time, like, you just have to sit down and, like, really reflect on, like, you. it helps, it has helped me to just be like, well, you know what, like, like you said, like, I wouldn't want to be in a situation where I'm just holding out for what for the wrong reasons or whatever. But I mean, honestly, I think it's also beautiful to kind of be single during the holidays, because you're not alone. Like, there's so many people that are single during the holidays. And I think that it can also be um, a gift to be single during the holidays, because um you can actually connect with your family and yeah. loved ones that you have in your current life and i think sometimes like whenever you're caught up in a relationship or whatever like you can lose sight of your family and your loved ones cuz it could just be like you have a really good friendship with your neighbors but that's like a loving relationship you know what i mean and so being able to nurture the the relationships that you currently have i feel like it definitely helps to to give a better I don't know like a better starting point for like uh, an actual relationship with somebody yeah well what I was gonna say was that maybe for example us in the immigrant communities we have those aunties that make it super uncomfortable during the holidays that are like el novio where's your boyfriend or well are you seeing anyone and it's kind of like bro I'm not like stop like I remember when I was single I hated that question because I had other goals and I had other um, dreams to fulfill I was in college like I was not looking for marriage at the time or for anyone to date maybe somebody else like my colleagues or my classmates were but like I personally wasn't so that question kind of like bothered me and I know I'm not the only one like there's so many people out there who feel the same way but I don't know yeah like maybe I mean well I believe oh I agree with what you said about being single during the holidays can be a gift because you can also grow have a lot of time for yourself. Like if you take a break during the holidays from work, you can focus on your home. You can focus on what's in your life that you want to change or before the year ends. Like what are some goals that you want to meet before the coming year? I don't know, just things like that in general. One thing that I do want to point out and, you know, the original idea behind creating this podcast was the fact that we want to have a voice for the immigrant community, because we are immigrants ourselves, you know, so I think like, one thing that I can say from my experience of being single during the holidays, um, is the fact that whenever you are single, and <laughs> you are undocumented, it adds a different layer to be like, okay, well, I have to be selective of like, who I'm going to bring in my life because not everyone is accepting of the undocumented community, you know, and it can be very yes. hard to tell somebody that and be like, Hey, like I genuinely am in love with you or I'm genuinely like in this position to where I, I don't have the same struggles as you and opening them, opening their life up to like what your world is like. It's also hard. So I mean, I, that was one thing that I like, I would sit there and I would be like, 
oh my gosh, like, what are they going to think? Like, what are they going to say? Like, are they going to think that I'm just using them? You know, it's like things like that, where it's like, it makes it, it's that added layer of like, yeah, um, it's fucking hard and it can be complicated. Um, and, and, and granted, there's a lot of other reasons why relationships can be tough, but you know, I just want to also share the sentiment that you're not alone, especially if you are in the undocumented community and you're going through that and you don't know how to tell people or you don't know how to tell someone like, hey, like I have genuine intentions. But there is people out there that do genuinely want to get married for, you know, their citizenship or a better lifestyle or whatever. But um, but just being able to open up, you'll open yourself up to somebody like that can be vulnerable. So maybe creating scenarios in your own life to be like, okay, well, how do I, how do I go about this? If I was in their position, what would I think if I got told that? Um, so yeah, like whenever you are going through, cause I also don't want to say like, you have to tell people while you're like talking to them, like I'm an immigrant or I'm undocumented. Like some people really have pride in that. And that's great. But like, I think for the majority, like, I don't, I don't sit there and tell people even in my current life, and there's still people in my life that don't know about that. And I just don't open up about it. So it can be scary. Rest assured that there's a lot of us that go through that. And we're all here for yeah. And another other. thing that I was gonna say so. was that like, if you are single during New Year's, because of like the New Year's kiss and wanting to be with your boo, and kissing them, like, you know, the New Year's kiss or whatever, if you are single you can find a good group of people that you're really close with like some friends and like actually have a genuine fun time with them and like plan this out ahead and if it's not with friends it can be with family like you said just creating a space where you don't feel lonely but also like if you don't feel lonely a place where you are appreciated and you are having fun you know like a good environment for you don't don't set up yourself for failure yeah yeah, because I think, like, I mean, now we're past the, the New Year's, but I think, like, it can yeah. still apply to anything. Showing up for a, 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 a thing at work or showing up for a friend's birthday dinner or something like that. Like, being able to go through those scenarios and showing up alone can also sometimes mm -hmm. be embarrassing. Like, I don't even know why it's embarrassing, but it just is, you know, like, just showing up to somewhere alone. Can someone just can sometimes just be really intimidating. But also we shouldn't let fear so, get in the way because yeah, like what if think, like you going to that event means that you're going to meet your significant other or, or a partner for the future. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Like taking a leap of faith like can do so much sometimes of just like letting go and letting it yes, be. Yes, exactly. You know? Um, yes. in any um, and then another honestly. thing that I was going to say was that if you are yeah. single during the holidays, well, you and your friends, I mean, not during the holidays, but New Year specifically, what you guys can do earlier, you mentioned vision boards. And I was going to say creating a vision board party with your friends and actually getting together and everybody kind of getting like a little time to discuss their goals for 2025 and in a way encouraging and uplifting each other to see in what ways can a friend help you achieve those goals in 2024 or even if it's not achieving a goal if you're like going through something in your life where you're upset like how can a friend be there for you during these tough times so that you don't feel lonely because you don't necessarily need a partner a friend can encourage you and be there for you too yeah yeah and that can look like 
that can be in many shapes or forms like and honestly I think if you feel like you're in a position to where you really feel alone you feel like you don't have anybody like there really is professionals out there that can be there for you and support you through your journey um I know that I've shared this in the past but I'm a very big advocate for therapy and you know taking care of your own health and your mental health and all kinds of aspects to just to just be able to show up as your better self your best self um and yeah sometimes it's beyond you and sometimes it's beyond the hands of your friends because sometimes I think like your friends can be really supportive but sometimes they don't have the answer you know they don't they haven't been through the same experiences that you have and yes you can find comfort in them but sometimes if you feel really lonely it's because of something else so attending a therapy session sometimes they Mm -hmm. there's like apps out there that give you like 30 minutes for free or something like that or like a discount on your first session so if you want to try it out for 2024 I think that that should be a good goal so thank you so much for actually Mm -hmm. bringing that up yeah yeah because honestly um what I will say Mm -hmm. is like sometimes it's a journey to find the right person because like just with anything like you I at least for me it I had to find somebody that I clicked with to be like okay I can genuinely like open up to this person and for some reason mm-hmm. like I used to think like I was gonna be like besties with my therapist but like whenever I ended therapy I was just like you know what that was mm-hmm. a good like thing that I did and I had and I can remove myself from that situation so I no longer feel like um like embarrassed to be alone like I yeah. used to and like now I'll just go eat lunch by myself sometimes and like just doing things alone doesn't make me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. anymore. But I had to do the work and that was uncomfortable. But now I get to I get to like enjoy. Yeah, and then the, another thing that I was gonna say now going that we're on the, the topic of therapy was that if the first therapist doesn't work, you can try you can try two or three or four more. Like you don't have to click with the first one that you meet. There's other choices and many therapists out there for you. Wait, and another thing, sorry, so going back, I was going to yep, say that um, sometimes being mm-hmm. single actually can lead to the mm-hmm. to a good thing because you can like self-rediscover yourself. Like maybe something that you're doing right now doesn't fit you anymore, but you can discover another hobby or another. Now you can set time to pursue an interest that you've been wanting to pursue, but before you couldn't and now you can. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's very important. And it also gives you, like, the freedom to mm-hmm. focus on, like, personal growth. Yeah. And being committed to a relationship. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And tying it back into, you know, just, it, like, being undocumented. Like, it can it can also really give you some time to learn about your culture. Like, I know that, some like, I sit here and I learn more and more every single day by just having conversations like with my family members about like my culture and like what life was like over what life is like over there currently and what it was like before like just learning more about my culture my heritage like also gives me a better sense of like who I am um and I don't know maybe that I mean that's worked for me I don't know if it would for other people but um yeah i don't know it just makes me feel more closer I was to say, another thing about like being single and being an immigrant and if you're from. an immigrant to this country like how do you know where to meet people like if you don't even like if you're trying i don't know like a donde vas si no conoces el lugar mm-hmm. bien or like 
es, es dificultoso porque no conoces el área, apenas you're barely getting used to the area where you live, um, your job, you're basically starting off a new mm -hmm. life. So I feel like sometimes I feel like dating is not really the first thing that people are thinking about. And then if they are, they might be a little scared because ¿en dónde lo encuentran? ¿En dónde encuentran su amor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like where do you find that? Where where is it? How do you how do you get to it? Um yeah. but you know what honestly I feel like we live in the digital era. I mean we definitely do. So I feel like honestly there's an app for everything and there's like there's so many things like you can even go on Reddit oh and go and like look up like your suburb and whatever the like area that you live in. You can look up topics that you like. Like you can actually meet people in your area by a lot of things, a lot of lot of ways. So, I mean, honestly, there's barriers, but I think there's always going to be barriers with a lot of things. But I encourage, I encourage, like, this everyone time that's time listening to do something that's good. Girl, this, are you going to do a vision board this year? Actually, I actually am. I think this weekend. <laughs> I don't really know yet. Um, but soon, within the next, like, two weeks or so. So, I'm really excited for that. I have a friend that told me that she's working on her vision, vision boards. And she's, like, she has, like, a magazine subscription. Oh, so, she's okay. going to give me, like, the Girl, magazines, that's like, good. when she's that done with fun. them. And then I can use them. So, mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. Well, guys, to end yeah, this that, podcast that episode, um, we're going yeah. to do scholarships. But also, we kind of wanted to tweak it a little bit and give um, summer opportunities for students who are in high school and want to intern or do a summer program during the during their summertime. And I mean, I don't know, it's kind of like risky because I don't really know what these programs are for or if it's just for people who want to pursue like an Ivy League. But then what if you don't want to go to an Ivy League? But if you do and you want to get like a little push on your... um. ¿Cómo se dice? En tu aplicación cuando apliques, then I feel like these programs would help. So the first program is Stanford, and it's a program from June 22nd to August 18th, 2024, and the deadline to apply is January 16th. So ya nada más tienes 14 días para aplicar, and it's a program that balance, on the description here, it says they balance challenging academics with a rich menu of educational and social activities as a visiting Stanford student. And then the second school is Columbia with Columbia University. Um, the program is online and can be in person in, at the campus. Session A is three weeks and session B is three weeks. And it's the first session is June 24th through July 12th. And then the third one is, no, 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 I'm so sorry. Session B is July 16th through August 2nd. And the deadline to apply for this one is all the way till April 1st. So you have a lot of more time, like quite a bit of time. Um, and this one's basically for students to participate in extracurricular activities and attend events designed to prepare students for the college application process and academic rigors of the university life. And then the third one is for Harvard School. So Harvard University, um, the program dates for summer one are June 23rd through July 5th. And then summer session two is July 7th through July 19th. And then summer session three is July 21st through August 2nd. And this one's actually for, it's more of an intensive program designed to give students a glimpse of college and the opportunity to challenge themselves in college level academics, 
Um, you'll meet new friends and from around the world and build important life skills that can make your future college experience a success. So these are actually pretty interesting. I wish I would have known about these whenever I was applying for college or whenever I was a college student. I mean, a high school student, because girl, I would have definitely applied. For sure. I think that a lot of the time, like whenever we're you're sharing the scholarships, I sit here and I'm like, man, I wish yeah, yeah, I would have been able fun. to like know about I know, all these things. The third one, the Harvard one, it is like rigorous or whatever, but it's more of like getting to know people. And like, I am a sorry, I'm a big firm believer of like, it's not about what you do or like how good you are at something. It's more about like who, you know, like networking. So I feel like these programs could really, like, what if you meet someone that could provide a job for you in the future, mm -hmm. even if you don't end up going to these schools, you know? So the second the second thing, part of this is I'm actually yeah. going to give two yeah. scholarships, not actual summer programs. So the first one is the Oregon Health and Science University program, and it's for equity research program. It's national, and it's for undergraduate students. And the deadline for that one is January 22nd. And then the second one is the Occupational Health Internship Program. And that one ends January 26th. And it's national as well. And both of these are actually $4,000. Ooh, well, the second one is from $4,000 to $5,200, depending, I guess, on how good your essay is. Or nice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they go about that. But yes, guys, thank you all so mm -hmm. much for tuning in tonight. And also... Yeah. Don't forget to submit diarios. I feel like well, that's a big thing that we wanted to enforce whenever we started the podcast because we want to give you guys a voice. Like, this podcast is for immigrants. It's by immigrants for immigrants. So, definitely, any diario, any, anything helps. Like, even if it's an, a little experience that you want to share to us, it's not little. It's something impactful and meaningful. Yeah, and like we've said it before, like... You can even share if, like, your family member, like, has a story that you think that they would be willing to share. I'm happy to be back, and I'm excited for the new year to see all the news that are coming. Um, or, well, that are coming and that are happening. I don't know what's happening yet, but I'm really excited, actually. Hey, hey, um, run that hoe back. I got some more. Go ahead and double.